Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods Muller, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. everybody. It's Lennis and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. I am so excited to bring to you another episode that's all about how to stay vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. Well, I don't know exactly when you're going to be listening to this podcast, but if you're listening to it sometime this summer, I think you're going to like what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about all things having to do with body confidence and the kinds of things that are required to stay body confident, whether it's in the summer months or if you're hoveling in the winter months. These are the kinds of things I think are important for you to be thinking about to stay confident in your body. You know, I just recently turned 64 and you may have already listened to my birthday podcast. But if you haven't, I encourage you to listen to it because I'm talking about the 64 things that I have learned in these 64 years. It's really kind of interesting and fun. So I invite you to listen to that. But one of the things I talk about is the idea of kind of allowing instead of always pushing all the time. I happen to be a pusher. I push all the time, or I used to anyway, in terms of getting things done. But sometimes it's better to allow the universe to direct you and show you the ways that you're supposed to go instead of always trying to create it as you're doing it. I find in living that way that I feel so much better in terms of being more in uh, connection with the intuitive part of my life. Ah, there's the I for vibe, intuition. I think one of the things that can help you um, do a better job of using your intuition and being more intuitive is maybe enhancing the whole idea of how to be mindful. So today on Mind Moves, we're going to be talking about some tips to stay mindful. Of course, one of the things I really do adhere to and advise all my clients on is meditation. Taking even five minutes to sit quietly and follow your breath, and you can feel more conscious and connected for the rest of your day. I know all about the racing thoughts, been there, done that. So what I advise my clients to do and what I'm advising you to do is to try the three by three method, three minutes a day, three times a day. It's a great way to introduce yourself to meditation and you will see some results. You'll be more at peace. You'll feel a little bit more focused and your intuition just might begin to kick in in a different way. Another tip for mindfulness is focus on one thing at a time. Oh my God. That is something I need to work on because right now, as I speak, I probably have about 15 windows open on my PC and my and my computer. That's crazy. 
And I mean, I have a computer and I have a PC and they both have 15 windows. So I need to take this advice here. I'm focusing on one thing at a time because studies have found that tasks take 50% longer when 50, with 50% more errors when we're multitasking. So consider consider unitasking uh, and break it down in between whenever possible. So the idea of the 15 windows drives me crazy because the reality is that each one of those windows represents a task that I am working on. So I'm going to take that advice and focus on one thing at a time. And I'll let you know if it's working for me because I, the experts say that it does. So I'm going to take that advice. And of course, another thing that goes with that is slow down. You know, we need to learn to savor the process, whether it's writing a report or drinking a cup of tea or cleaning out closets. Deliberate and thoughtful attention to daily action promotes a healthy focus and keeps you from feeling that sense of overwhelm. In the same token, try eating mindfully. I talk about this a lot with my clients who want to release those unwanted COVID inches and pounds. When you're eating mindfully without the TV, the computer or the paper or your phone, <laughs> you will have a tendency to truly taste and enjoy what you're eating. And it's not only not just good for that, but it's also good for your body as well. It gives it a chance to metabolize better because you're actually chewing everything instead of swallowing it whole. Believe it or not, we have a tendency to do that when we're rushing through our food. But it's also a great way to drop those pounds, as I mentioned, because when you're eating mindfully, because you're taking time to taste what you're eating, you actually get fuller. Another thing about being mindful is to keep your phone and computer time in check. How many of us are walking around with the palm of our hands being, uh, uh, you know, permanently bonded with our cell phone? I think we've all done that. And it's okay. I'm learning to put the cell phone down, not walk around with it all the time. And as far as keeping the computer time in check, I normally do sign off after about six or seven hours of work and I do not go back. There's plenty of things I still have left to do, but it's all about mind mindfulness and being aware that, you know, okay, enough is enough. And now it's time for me to do something else. Another thing that's so important that kind of feeds into what I'm going to talk about next is moving, whether it's walking or practicing yoga or just stretching at your desk. Be aware of your body sensations when it comes to movement. These few mindfulness tips can go a long way towards helping you to be more present and to enjoy more of your time that you spend as you're going through the course of your day. There's one more, I guess a bonus thing that I want to mention, and that is the idea of spending more time in nature. I just did a clubhouse on this the other day. The importance of getting outside, soaking up that vitamin D from the sun, but also just connecting with nature. Getting outdoors is good for your mind, body, and spirit and helps you to stay present. For if you're staying more present, we're not worrying so much about the future, not worrying so much about the past, but staying right where we are in this moment in time. And that brings me to the next section that I was going to talk about, and that is spiritual spice. You know, 
a lot of us these days have so many things that we're critical about ourselves on. And I think that we need to give ourselves more grace in general. As we age, especially for someone in the 60s like me, we sometimes begin to stop feeling as confident about our bodies we should. So here are some tips to increase body confidence for balance perception. Okay. Sure, change your focus. People who exercise regularly are better about their bodies, whether they lose weight or not. So stop telling yourself, I gotta go to the gym, I gotta work out, I gotta, you know, run 50 miles, I gotta do all this stuff to stay in shape. Instead, let's take it more to a spiritual level and saying that you're doing this because it makes you feel better. And if you're doing the right kind of exercise, it should make you feel better because you're going to be doing the right kind of exercise that you enjoy doing. So change your focus when it comes to working out. Instead of feeling like you got to do it, do it because you're enjoying doing it, because you're looking forward to doing it, because you've selected something that you actually enjoy doing. Another thing is show your body from a spiritual perspective some gratitude. You know, it's so important for us to say, instead of saying, I hate my thighs, ask yourself, what do you want to do? I arms, you know, look, ask your arms help you do. Be grateful for those parts of your body that maybe you're not so uh, crazy about in terms of the way they look, but be grateful for how they serve you and what they do for you. And here's another thing. Don't get so caught up in competitive self-criticism. More than two-thirds of women blame their lack of body confidence on others' women's obsession with body when a friend grabs about appearance and, um, you know, don't attempt to one-up her. Give her a compliment instead. Um, you know, celebrate yourself and focus on the positives. So when your friend's saying, oh, I hate my butt, go ahead and say, girl, say, yeah, girl you need to do something about that. Say, you know what? But your hair is so gorgeous. Let's take things up to a spiritual perspective and focus on the positive and not on the negative. And one last thing about this whole thing from body confidence, from a spiritual and wellness perspective, give yourself a break. Think more positively. You know, more often than not, it's our own internal voice that drags us down and keeps us from being all that we can be. So flip the script on yourself, give yourself a break, and think more positively about yourself and your body. Now, we've talked about body confidence from a wellness and spiritual perspective, and we've also talked about how we can be uh, more present. Well, let's talk about the body in specifically. It's time for Body Bella, and I have a wonderful guest I want to introduce to you. You know, I love the idea of body confidence, but I also know that sometimes we just don't get it right because we're so preoccupied for all these different things. We talked about, you know, what goes on with us spiritually and body confidence, what can go on with us mindfully when it comes to body confidence. But what about the real skinny when it comes to the things that we should be wearing to feel better in our bodies? I'm so excited that I have an expert that's going to talk to us just about that particular thing. Alicia Lincoln. Alicia Lincoln uh, has been in business of making women look 
and feel incredible for over 20 years. She got her start working on commercial shoots in New York City, and now through her group styling programs and one-on-one services, she helps everyday women feel like superstars in their lives. Thank you so much, Felicia, for being on the Vibe Living Podcast. It's wonderful to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining us. I got to ask you, what got you into the whole idea of of styling and, and helping women feel better? in their clothes? Well, it started as I, as you had mentioned, I got my start working on shoots. Um, so I live in New York City and I was working on commercial shoots with celebrities for big brands and big magazines. And it was a lot of fun. I definitely had a really good time working on those shoots, very creative. The people involved were all very cool. But I started working with everyday women with private clients. And what I started to notice was that these these everyday women, successful in their careers or in their families, with their relationships, they were all struggling. They were all struggling with getting dressed every day. And one of them, I remember one of my clients said to me, I never got the dressing lessons. And she told me that she would just go to the store and she would look at whatever the mannequin was wearing and she would buy that because she never got the dressing lessons. And the struggle that they were having every day was coming from a place of frustration. They felt confused. And when you're starting your day from this place of frustration or confusion, that's the energy that you're starting your day with. You're getting dressed literally in those emotions and then you're bringing that out into the rest of your day. And what you put out is what you're gonna get back. So when I started to see this over and over again with with everyday women, that's when I decided, you know what? Styling, getting dressed, putting outfits together, this is all your creative expression. This is all what comes very easy and is very fun for me to do. I'm going to teach these everyday women how to get dressed so that it feels like their creative expression, so that they're having fun, so that it becomes a way to begin their day in elevated energy so that they can start their day and move through their lives in an elevated energy because what you put out is what you're going to get back. So when you get dressed in elevated energy, you're going to show up feeling more elevated. And then that is the energy that people are going to reciprocate back to you. So that's what I do today is I help women really raise their vibe, choosing their clothes with more intention. I love that. It helps raise the vibe. And I was thinking as you were talking about it, what I do when I get up in the mornings, I work from home and have been working from home basically for 13 years. But still and yet, I get dressed every single day. It's a part of my regime. It's a part of putting myself in the frame of mind that I want to be in. And I have to admit, I have a very large wardrobe and I do purge. Uh, clothes shopping is just one of my, you know, you heard of retail therapy? Well, that's definitely my form of therapy. And so it's kind of, I look at it as, you know, being fun, uh, picking out what I want to wear. And people can't see, the people on the podcast can't see me, but I must have about 150 scarves um, that I use to wrap around my head to go with different outfits and things like that. And I do it because it's fun. It's fun figuring out, okay, what am I going to wear today? I want to wear this scarf. What outfit matches this scarf or whatever? And it kind of puts me in a more creative uh, frame. But I realize too that sometimes it could be as, as much fun as it is for me. It can sometimes be frustrating, as you mentioned, for other people. So what's the best place to start for someone who wants to feel uh, more confident in their clothes, wants to enjoy that process of getting ready in the morning? Where do they start? The best place to start is to start where you're at, okay? So that means start with 
your current body. So accepting the current body that you have. A lot of women who I worked with, um, their bodies have changed, right? Because as they go into their 40s, their 50s, and their 60s, their body is not the same anymore. So it is about starting where you're at by accepting your current body. And then let's start where you're at with your current wardrobe. What's in your current wardrobe right now? Take a good long look at it. Decide, are these clothes still serving me today in my today body? Or are they reminiscent of who I used to be? So start where you're at by accepting your current body and then getting into your current wardrobe and really see what's in there and what you wanna wear. And the best way to do this is just to start wearing it. So you go through your wardrobe. You, I like to start in the back. I like to start with the items that haven't been touched in a long time, bring some new life into those pieces, see what you can do with those pieces, try to put them together, start wearing them. If you don't like the way you look, if you don't like the way you feel, then that's a good opportunity to clear those pieces. So the best place to begin to get in touch your wardrobe and accept your body so that you can feel more confident in your clothes and everything you have the right clothes so you're working with the right clothing that means letting go of what no longer serves and just start wearing the pieces that you love and you want to wear so for you for example you said you've got all these scarves i would say start wearing them start from the back and start putting together a fresh look each day with all of those scarves and when you get to one that you're like hmm, i don't really know what to do with this i don't really want to wear this then that's a good opportunity to let go of that scarf and then move on to the next one. Oh, fantastic well you know a lot of women are waiting for us to share some information on how they can look better during the summer, even though their bodies aren't exactly where they want it to be. Let's talk about bathing suits for a second. Uh, that, you know, I've had the same bathing suit for 25 years. It has sentimental value. And plus, I can still fit into it. And I paid a lot of money for it for a cruise. I have other ones, but that's my first one that I go to. But I do know that when I had it on a couple of days ago, there was this extra little fat right here that I didn't normally have. So I'm thinking, okay, I wonder, I'm going to ask Alicia, what kind of body um, bathing suit should I get that would be more complimentary that doesn't necessarily show that line on my back that I didn't have, you know, four years ago? Yeah, well, the first thing you want to think about, instead of focusing so much on what you don't want to show, I would flip the script and start focusing on what you do want to show. So what are the areas of your body that you love? And then let's highlight those. Let's draw attention to those areas. Like if it's your shoulders that you love, then let's do a really cool crisscross halter style that's going to draw the eye up to the shoulders. See a lot of women and it's very normal to think about what they don't love in their body, what they want to hide, what they want to cover up. And then they put all their energy there. And that's just bringing more attention to that area. So my advice would be, let's look at what you love. Let's highlight the good parts of your body because everybody has good parts in their body. And I know this because I've styled hundreds of women, all shapes, all sizes, all women can look amazing, but they need to feel amazing in their body. So let's start by focusing on what you love and let's highlight that area. 
Yeah, I love that. And I guess that's the reason why I've held on to my bathing suit for so long. I always get compliments on it. I feel amazing in it. And it also brings back some great memories of when I went on my very first cruise 25 years ago. Not to mention, I'm so glad I can fit into it after 25 years. But let's talk about the arms. We've talked about it before when we were together on our clubhouse gatherings. Alicia and I have done some clubhouse rooms together. And we spent some time talking about the arms and what works or what doesn't work or how to make it work for you. What's your advice on that? Well, my advice is, again, if you don't like your arms, let's think about what you do like and, and let's focus on those. I have clients who don't like to show certain parts of their bodies. So my advice would be if you don't like your arms, then don't go sleeveless, right? There's lots of, even when we're talking about swimwear, you can find really, really pretty, cool, interesting swimsuits that have long sleeves or short sleeves. It's up to you. Personally, I like to cover up because of the sun. So I'm I'm always hiding from the sun. I don't like to get burned. So I actually do wear a long sleeve. They're called um they're what are they? They're like surf suits that you know they have a zipper and so mm -hmm. you get long sleeve and they make a lot of these in a lot of different styles. They're very fashionable. If you don't like your arms, again, remember what you want to highlight. So maybe if you want to wear long sleeves, maybe you get one with a zipper and you have it zipped a little lower. You show your cleavage. If that's really pretty, you feel confident about that. Maybe it's super high cut. So you're showing off your legs. Um, but I would recommend some of those. Um, they're called rash guards. That's what they're called. And they, they come in all different styles, all different silhouettes. But if you really want to downplay your arms, then go for a short sleeves or even a long sleeve style. And even if it's not about covering up your arms based on how they look, but if you're more like me, you just want more sun protection, then these are a great, a great idea. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's some great information because I know uh, people sometimes struggle with that whole idea with the arms because of the, the flab underneath the arms and all of that. So those are great tips. Okay. We've done uh, a little bit about uh, the uh, bathing suit and things we can do with that and with the arms, but let's also talk about something that's, I don't say it's controversial, but a lot of people are talking about it and that's the tush. You know, some folks are saying that the new style is that the big tushes are in and then other people are still not comfortable with that. And still yet others are, are thinking that they needed to be, you know, smaller. So depending on where you're at, what are some uh, tips that you, you share with women in terms of having an overall flattering tush? Well, I just want to say that if you're a woman who does have a larger tush, then that's actually something that a lot of other women they seek and they do make these products right now that are padded so women want to bump up their butts basically make them appear larger and one of the reasons they want to do that is because when your tush is larger that makes your waist look smaller right so that's one of the reasons that women are doing that and i know in theater i actually used to work in the costume department that's something that they would do Back in, back in the day, right? They would make the hips and the, and the tush much larger and it really defined the feminine shape. So if you do have a large tush, just know that there are other women who don't have that and they're doing all sorts of things to get that. So, but basically, you know, there are plenty of ideas that the best thing that I can suggest, if you're somebody who has a larger tush and you do want to downplay that, think about the silhouettes that you're wearing on your lower half and, 
you're trying to highlight your tush, then you would go for a skinnier silhouette in your skirts or your dresses or your pants, right? Your pencil skirts or skinny pants and things like this. That's gonna highlight your tush. But if you want to downplay your tush, then I would suggest that you go for a straight line or a wide leg, anything like that that's going to just be fluid. So basically the line starts up at your hips and it goes straight down. That's going to downplay your tush. So that would be A-line skirts, wide leg pants, silhouettes like this where it's not accentuating the curves, but rather flowing with them. I love that advice. You know, I was just thinking because I think my tush is big, but my kids say, no, it's perfect. Everybody wants one like that. So the jury's still out on that. I've had it forever. So, you know, but I'm a small person. I'm a small person uh, in terms of my frame. And then I've got, you know, this ancestral butt back here. Uh, and so I do wear the wide leg pants because they just feel more comfortable. So, yes, I got I got a, a good check mark on that one. I'm glad I'm doing the right thing. And, you know, I just want to say that women, you know, we often know to do the right thing. It's in us. It's in our truth. It's in our intuition. You know, the women who I work with, again, 40s, 50s, 60s, they've been doing this a long time. Like you said, you've had your tush for a long time. Through all these years, you start to see what you like. You see what you don't. So even you start to know intuitively, oh, this is the right thing. It is still nice to get the expert to affirm what you're doing. It does add an extra layer of confidence. But I just want to remind everyone that they 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 know their best choices deep within. Yes, that's it's interesting because um, as I began to age, especially these last 13 years, not having to put on corporate America every day, I've really come into my own in terms of what works for me. And it's interesting, I find that what works for me seems to be in style right now all the time. And I think it's because I have some classic looks that I like to wear and I've learned to get uh, the same color of four or five different dresses that I really like. I get all the same color because I like I like the way the dress feels. There was a time where I would not do that. I had a friend, and we're still friends to this day for like 50 years. We would go to Nordstrom's, and she would see a top that she really liked. She would buy the tops in all the different colors and then an extra size larger for if she did gain weight later so she could still have that top. And we thought she was nuts. But you know what? It wasn't a bad idea because they were classic pieces and she still wears them today. Now she's a little bit larger, but she still has them. And I thought, wow, what wisdom in that? I don't know if I could do that quite like that, but just the idea of knowing yourself so well. Uh, and knowing what looks good on you. And it seems like to me too, Alicia, that when it comes to fashion, there's so many different things that are in style. It seems like there's, I, I don't know what the trends are or, or is it everything that's new or comes back as actually, or everything as old as new again. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Well, so when a lot of women, they come to me and they're worried about looking outdated. So the first thing I ask is, um, how long have you had it? Okay, so let's just get that clear. And then second of all, when you put it on, how do you feel? I know if I've had something for a long time, This and this goes back to getting in your closet and starting in the back, right? Working with the items in the back. If you've had something for like 15, 20 years and you put it on and it 
and you're questioning how you look and how you feel, there's a good chance that item is outdated. However, if you put that on and you get inspired and you think I'm going to put this with it and I'm going to wear these shoes and then, then it's a good idea to wear it. So always look inside to your body to get the answers. But another way to tell if something is outdated or more specifically what you were asking, what's on trend is you just will go and you look at the stores, go look at the stores, see what they're showing. And that's going to give you an idea. For example, right, I was just working with a client yesterday and we were putting together her outfit. She's got some events coming up, graduation and all this type of stuff. And so we were looking at accessories and I said, you just want to get really pretty modern necklaces. And she, and she was like, yeah, my jewelry feels really outdated. And then I just went onto a site and I was like, okay, let's, let's get some of these, these, and these as options. So you see what the stores are offering. And that's a really good way to say, oh, okay. So this is what's, this is what's available right now. So this is what's trending and like for example with the necklaces it's this gold paper clip style chain necklaces everywhere so when you're seeing something everywhere that's a clue that that thing is trending okay that's good to know you know it's interesting i um just got through purging my closet about just a couple of weeks ago and right after i had done that i was in the store shopping for something and i saw a skirt different color but the same style that i just got through purging now that uh, skirt was probably about 12 years old and i hadn't worn it in a long time but there it was at Macy's, you know, so it's interesting how things recycle. But the bottom line is I still felt good that I went ahead and got rid of that because I was not interested in buying that one that was, you know, the newest version of that either. I've just kind of moved past that. So I didn't beat up on myself because I said, okay, well, yeah, it looks just like what I just got through, but I still don't like it for me anymore. So I'm fine with that. So, you know. And that is an excellent question to ask yourself when you are trying things on in the back of your closet and you're wondering if it's outdated. If you saw it in the store today, would you pay full price for it? That's a great question to ask yourself if it's something that you should bother wearing or not. Okay, that's fantastic. I'm glad to know that too. So what would be maybe your A number one tip when it comes to being body confident. You heard earlier that we were talking about things from a spiritual perspective and also from a mind perspective, but what, from your perspective as a stylist, what's maybe your number one tip that you might give someone to be body confident? Well, body confidence is an inside job. And as much as I love clothing and style and putting outfits together, that's just like the icing on the cake. It really starts from within. So it starts with what I mentioned at the beginning. It's about accepting the body that you have today. This is how you build confidence. So it's having the awareness of what your body, so, so knowing your body, so important. It's gonna help you getting dressed also. When you know your body, your portion, how, how you stand in space, that's going to help you when getting dressed. So having the awareness and knowing your body, having the acceptance of what your body is right now, right? So that's letting go of what it used to be and loving and accepting where it is today. These are foundational for having body confidence. So having the awareness and then acceptance. And when you have these things together, then you move forward and then you get into your wardrobe and then you get into your style and you start playing, you start getting creative and that's how you elevate your energy. And that's what people respond to. Yes, they, they might, 
first get drawn in because, oh, look at Linus's beautiful scarf. But ultimately, what's going to keep them there is you, your essence, who you are. And that's built on the awareness that this is who I am and the acceptance of this is this is who I am. This is how I'm showing up. This is how I'm showing up. And I'm and I'm good with that. Right. So having awareness, having acceptance and then moving into the creativity and raising your energy and having some fun with your style. You, you know, I love your approach to this because it's not just pure passion. Um, fashion is de definitely a holistic approach to helping women figure out what their best looks are. For people who want to find out more about your services and how they might be able to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? The best place to find me is on my website and it's alishalankin.com and it's spelled E-L-Y-S-H-A, last name is L-E-N-K-I-N. -E and go to my website, there is so much goodness over there as far as style advice. I've even got a freestyle guide that is for women who want to understand how to dress their body better so they know like which which styles, which proportions are going to work best on their specific body. So definitely get the freestyle guide on my site and get the freestyle advice. There's all sorts of goodies at alishalankin.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much much on a Vibe Living podcast. It's just been wonderful having you uh, here today. I've learned so much and I know my listeners have too. So thanks so much, Alicia, for being here today. You will know when a new episode is coming um, available to you. Um, all throughout the next few months, you're going to be hearing some great interviews with people just like Alicia, who believe in the whole idea of the vibe. And again, you know, vibing is all about being vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. And if you want to find out more about the services that we provide, please check out my website um, and also my social media. All of that is there uh, in the link or on the show page. And in particular, join my Vibe Living Women group on um, Facebook. We have over 7,300 women who are really into the idea of vibing, who really exchange all kinds of information that will help you to be well in your mind, body, and spirit. We talk about fitness, nutrition, holistic practice, Practices and spiritual renewal. So join my Facebook group today and get all kinds of information from 7,300 women, 90 different countries. Well, thanks so much for listening. My name is Linus Woods Mullins and I am a holistic living and wellness consultant. And I am looking forward to the next time we get together to talk about how to vibe. Thanks a lot. Don't forget to vibe. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.